Hey everybody, this is Jake Walker and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. Psalm 27 verse 8 says, My heart has heard you say, Come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I'm coming. Whew, that's good. Today in this episode of Living for the Day, we're talking about dreaming with God. God dreams. And I believe this is important for living for the day. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this and dream even with you all about what could be uh, for the glory of God. I hope you're doing well and thanks so much for listening in. Let's jump right into this episode. All right, everybody, here we go. Dreaming with God. I just feel really excited about this episode. I know some of you will be listening to this at a later time, but as I'm recording this, this is the day after Christmas 2022, December 26th, and this is starting uh, one of my favorite weeks of the year, the weekend between Christmas and New Year's. And I love this week because... It's uh, anticipating January 1st when a new year begins. And I just love thinking about what could be in this new year. What could be and who could I be uh, at the end of this this new year, at the end of 2023? Uh, I kind of like to think of this in terms of dreaming, you know, just dreams of the future. What 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 could be? So I love this week. It's also a week where I get all my, my you know my budget in order and um you know do some do some hard work in that way, but there's so much anticipating the future this week for me and uh I'm just excited. I just want to encourage you whether you're listening to this this the same week that I record this or sometime in the future I just want to encourage you to be someone who dreams about the future and invites God um, to speak into those dreams and ultimately that those dreams would be about glorifying him because that's what our lives are ultimately about. You know, last year, uh, I've been telling this story a lot, but I, I think one of my one of my dreams um, and in some ways it was one of my goals was to have some kind of skill or hobby that I could be developing that would um, bless others, it would bless me, uh, you know, it would be to the glory of God, um, but that it would be something that, you know, was useful uh, and fun to do, all these different things. I, I, you know, I think of my dad, my dad, just want to give him honor, you know, he's so good at so many things, including being a dad. Uh, but, you know, he's also a master of the guitar. <laughs> and what's so cool is my dad, he's so good at guitar. But he still practices, like, all the time. He's still learning new things. And I just respect that so much. My dad's such a lifelong learner. I want to be like that. 
And, uh, you know, it's so cool that he has this really amazing ability that can bless so many people. It also blesses him. And he can always be learning and he can keep on getting better. So I wanted to have something like that. And so, you know, I started with biblical Greek this year because I just wanted to get into the biblical languages. I took a year of biblical Greek, uh, Koine Greek in college at Azusa Pacific University, and I enjoyed it. And I've kind of, you know, done some self-studying uh, of Greek here and there. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn this thing. And uh, it was really great. But, you know, I just kind of, it came to a point where I, you know, started getting into those verbs and tenses. <laughs> and I just decided, you know what, to really go there, it's going to require more than I want to give at this point. And so I shifted and I shifted more towards um, really prioritizing and going for it with scripture memorization. And that has become my skill, my hobby that I love to do that I believe can bless other people. It definitely blesses myself. And I, I believe I can use it for the glory of God. And, um, you know, I feel like I've grown in my ability to memorize, but I've also grown. Now I've got six books of the Bible's Bible memorized. Uh, I've got uh, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First John, and now I just finished James, those whole books memorized. And I've got, you know, a bunch of random passages as well on my Google Doc. Uh, uh, go check out that scripture memorization episode I did uh, for more thoughts on that. But it's become this joyful, joyful hobby for me that I actually like to do in my free time. Um, and I believe it blesses me and other people. And it's, it's so fun. It, it, uh, I, I'm so thankful for that goal or that dream, you know, that God put in me. Like, I want to have this hobby, this skill that, that really blesses other people, you know, is unto the glory of God. Um, that also brings me joy that I can be developing gives me hope for the future and it's been such a gift so come on that that that's so cool and i encourage you you know to sit down and just ask god to speak to you lord what are some dreams you have over my life that ultimately are about your glory <laughs> but i believe lord you you want to use me and you want me to be excited about my life and about how I get to be used by you for your glory and for your kingdom that I'll be excited to look in your eyes on that day when I stand before you. Come on. So what do I mean by a dream? Uh, I kind of am just thinking about, you know, what could be in the future? What could be a reality in the future that hasn't come to pass yet? Uh, you know, that you partner with God um, to bring about. I, I, I kind of, as I was thinking about this episode, I was thinking about Abraham. And, you know, maybe this is a little different of an example because this was, you know, a promise given to God, uh, given by God to Abraham. And it wasn't initiated by Abraham at all. Um, you know, when God in Genesis 12, I'm just going to read it. Um, Genesis 12, 1 through, I think it's about verse 3, but it says, The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I'll show you. And then, come on, I love the I will statements of God. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. 
I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Whoa, that is inspiring. That's a, you know, that's a God dream. And then Abraham, you know, verse four. So Abraham, so Abram went as the Lord had told him. Come on, and that's something we're going to talk about. But you know, with God dreams, I believe. Uh, we're called to, you know, partner with God to, to see these come to pass. We're called to work. Uh, we're called to take action. And uh, we'll talk more about that. But I just, that's kind of like a, you know, this, a, a form of a, of a God dream where God, it's an, it's initiated by God. And, and it's this hopeful picture of the future about what could be and what could be through your life. And, you know, ultimately for the glory of God, it's just so exciting um, I believe we all need to have dreams of the future, but it's so much better when we invite God to speak into what those dreams are. And, 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 and ultimately we want our dreams to not be about our own, you know, ego, but it's about God's glory and how exciting, because that's what we're all going to be celebrating for eternity, the glory of God. So let's put all our effort into the glory of God. Ultimately, we're asking this question, God, how can I use my life for your glory? Because I love that, you know, John Piper desiring God, you know, um, uh, God is most glorified uh, in us when we're the most satisfied in him. Whoo. So let's, let's make our dreams so God-centered and so um, about his glory. Yeah, so these dreams, they're hopeful pictures of the future that are God-inspired. And I just want to say, you know, sometimes these dreams will be too big for you to accomplish on your own. And I I think that sometimes those are awesome clues that they're totally from God. If they're like, I couldn't do that by myself. (laughs) But, you know, God's the God of the impossible. I love, you know, I don't remember exactly where it is, but God says what's you know, what's impossible with man, it's possible with God. In Ephesians 3, you know, now to him, uh, or that's Ephesians, or that's Philippians 4, but, you know, it talks about how um, he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond what we can ask or imagine. Now to him, uh, all glory be to him. So God's the God who can do so much more than we can think or dream, or sometimes that we uh you know, want to even attempt, but God's the God of the impossible. So I just want to say, you know what? Feel permission to dream big with God. Feel permission to dream big with God, but also (laughs) feel the permission to dream with you and God. You know, maybe your God dream, somebody else will think, Uh, is small, but it's super big to you and it's super important to you and it's super important to God and that's okay. Um, But I want you to hear, um, why not dream big with God? You know, isn't it cool to be around people who are humble and God-centered but have big dreams? I think it's so cool and it's so inspiring. Um, I don't know, I keep bringing up my dad, but I feel like my dad's so good at this. You know, he, I just feel like he's 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 got big dreams. He's always thinking about the future. And I think that comes from <laughs> my grandpa, my dad's dad. My grandpa, 
whenever I would see him and whenever he would, you know, hang out with my dad, really, uh, you know, as he was getting older and he, um, and, uh, you know, he had, um, some forms of dementia and, but one of the things he would always ask is what's your vision for the future? What's your vision for the future? It's really kind of like, what's your God dream? You know, cause it, it, my grandpa so lived for the glory of God. And I think that was passed on to my dad. But my dad's somebody that I'm inspired by. I'm inspired when I'm around my dad. He's always thinking about the future. He's always thinking. And it's not in a way that he's ignoring, you know, the present or being with God in the present. But it's it's just this hope. And I, I believe, as we talked about in the hope episode, having hope for the future, it gives strength to the present. So I believe these God dreams are so cool. And I just feel inspired. I want to get around people who fire me up in the present for dreams about the future. I want to. I want to be. I want to be around people who who have faith for the future, who have faith for God to move, who have faith for God to heal, who have faith for God to bring revival, who have faith that that things can get better, you know, and and revival can come, and God's glory is here, and you know, uh, we got so much bad news around us all the time, right? But the gospel's good news, and God is good. And so let that be the foundation from which we jump into, you know, the dreams that God has for us. And, uh, you know, I just want to say, as you take time, and that's part of how do we find a God dream? Well, I think you got to get quiet. You got to get your journal out and your pen out, and you need to just set a timer for a half an hour or something and just be like, God, would you speak to me? What's the dream you have over my life? What's a dream you want to give me? You know, I think of Acts twenty twenty four. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace. You know, it's like Paul was given this God dream. God, I want to, I, you know, I've got this task to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. You know, really to preach to anybody, but and then, so God gave this task to Paul. He had this task over his life. In a sense, it was this dream over his life that, that many would come to faith through him, that the gospel would go forth. And, and Paul gave everything he had. He laid it all out on the field. He, he really did. <laughs> oh, man. And, and wow, wow, what did God accomplish through his life? So I just want to encourage you. God's got a task over your life. He's got a dream of your life. And I think he's, he's got multiple dreams and he wants to partner with you in, uh, you know, what those, what those dreams are and, and how to accomplish those dreams. And, and I just want to encourage you to take time this week or whenever you're listening to this podcast and get still before the gracious heavenly father say, God, what's your dream over my life? You know, I'm about to be a dad to a son. You know what would make me sad as my son gets older? If he had no hope for the future, if he had no dreams for the future. I want my son to dream big. You know, we're calling him, you know, as a nickname, Pup, (laughs) because my niece, Glory, uh, she thought it was a good idea to name um, my son Puppy Walker. And so we've been nicknaming him and praying for him as Pup, you know? I want Pup to have big dreams. I want Pup to be excited for the future. And I want, as a dad, you know, 
I want to be a part of empowering Pup to, you know, take action and take responsibility and um, run after those dreams uh, that are God-glorifying and joyful for him. And so I just want to encourage you, take some time to dream with your dad, your heavenly father, and then let's take action. Let's, let's take action every day toward the God dream over our life. You know, um, I just think about it so much. Consistency is so powerful. Compound interest, you know, it's like whatever the dream that God has of your life, how are you taking action toward it every single day? And I just want to encourage you, you know, God dreams, they don't have to just be about accomplishments, but I like to dream about how Christ-like I can become. Man, how patient can I be at the end of 2023 when I'm feeling something? Oh man, how can I crucify my flesh as the Bible would talk about it? How can I, how can I just deny myself and be so loving and so attentive and so listening you know, to somebody else, so not self-centered, but I could be so filled with the Spirit and so attentive to God's voice. That's so exciting to me. Like, it doesn't just have to be about, you know, how many gold medals can you get, although that's cool and, and that's awesome, and maybe that's a God dream over your life, but also, like, how Christ-like can I become? How how much could I look like Jesus? Whoo! That people you know, mix it up and like, am I looking at Jake or am I looking at Jesus? Come on. And you know, you know, just something, I'm kind of going all over the place right now, but maybe you thought you had a God dream and it doesn't come to pass. What do you do? Well, you know, I think there's, there's time that you can take to grieve that and go to, and always, we go, we always go to God, you know, we go to God in our grief, we go to God in our joy, and we say, God, would you tell me about that, what, you know, what's your perspective on this, that I thought I had this God dream, but, you know, apparently, it wasn't, you know, exactly from you, well, one thing we don't do is, um, you know, uh, doubt the goodness of God, or doubt the existence of God, or, believe he's he doesn't have a good heart towards us um we can grieve and we can say oh man this is hard and and we can share with other trusted people but then i just believe you know we 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 talk with our dad and we just say god okay okay it's all right god what's the next what's the dream you do have for me what's what do you want me to focus on here and you know something I've been thinking about is just when we come go through something hard, we go through something difficult, when we're facing anxiety, we're facing a difficulty, I'm just trying to tell myself this simple phrase all the time, bitter or better, bitter or better. It, am I going to get bitter from this thing or am I going to get better from this thing? Any loss, any any hardship, bitter or better. I believe that's a, bit, a biblical concept, you know, because James says, therefore, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work in you, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Romans 5, therefore, you know, 
Since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we've gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. First Peter, right, talks about the testing of our faith, which is, you know, more precious than gold. And, you know, therefore, uh, when you stand firm through many trials, it'll bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ re- is revealed at his coming. Ah, you know, so trials and, and, and disappointments, you know, they can be used to grow us into who God's created us to be. And sometimes when we'll look back, we'll look back in 2020, we'll be like, you know what? I'm so glad God didn't, you know, come through or like give me what I wanted in that moment. Did you know, I think I told this in my prayer episode, but I was big into dinosaurs. I hope me and Pup will, you know, just love looking at dinosaur books and pretend to be dinosaurs and stuff like that in the future. Uh, I can't wait for Pup to love dinosaurs and sharks and superheroes. and I'm just so excited. Anyway, my favorite dinosaur growing up was a Utah raptor. I think it's about twice as big as a velociraptor. Just, you know, completely deadly and awesome and ferocious. Um, living for the day podcast listeners, I, I, I promise you, I think I was in, I don't know, somewhere between second and fifth grade. I remember exactly where I was in my backyard in Eagle Rock. And I prayed with all my heart, like, and with faith that God could do it. Uh, God turned me into a Utah Raptor. <laughs> I genuinely asked the Lord, God, turn me into a dinosaur. Like, I really, really wanted to be a Utah Raptor, just to be so fast and deadly and awesome. You know what? God didn't answer that prayer. He didn't answer that dream. I guess it wasn't a God dream. But you know what? That's okay. In fact, praise God, because who knows what would have happened to me if I became a Utah Raptor. But, you know, God did put in me, you know, as a man of God, a ferociousness. He put in me, uh, you know, a deadliness um, against the kingdom of darkness. He put in me some of these themes, even if it wasn't exactly what I looked like. God put in me a God dream to be formidable for the kingdom of God. And and I believe he's answering that prayer. So maybe something that, you know, you felt like you were dreaming and you thought was a God dream. Maybe it's just going to look a little different than what. Um, you, you know, you had thought. Another thought I had with this whole idea of dreaming with God is this. God loves to do, and I felt like, I felt like God spoke this to me, that God loves to dream with you. God loves to, it's so bonding. I can't wait to do this with Pup. Pup, what do you, what do you imagine for your future? What could be, what do you want to do? You want to be an Olympic athlete? You know, do you want to be a firefighter? Do you want to, you know, do you want to help your classmates come to know Jesus, you know, like, let's talk about, you know, let's invite God. Let's ask God to make that happen. And, and then what can we do to be a part of that? What, what actions do we need to, to take to be a part of fulfilling that God dream? I believe this is such a bonding thing to do with the Lord, to think about our future with him and for his glory, our future for him and for his glory. It's such a, uh, a bonding thing to do. I want Pup to dream big and then to work hard. Come on. Um, I just felt like God was saying, you know, that I'm not ashamed of your dreams. I'm not ashamed of 
you dreaming about the future and what could be and that there's goodness in your future. Uh, I remain confident of this. Psalm 27 says, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Uh, And the end of Psalm 23, surely I'll live in the house of the Lord forever. Come on, there's goodness coming. You know, I I was thinking about um, mindset and, you know, kind of when it comes to um, working towards our our God dreams and just how our mindset can really impact things. And, um, you know, have you ever felt like, I, I know I've been in seasons where I just feel like I'm on a hamster wheel or I'm on a treadmill where I'm working hard and I'm going forward and I'm, but I'm not going forward. I'm just on the hamster wheel or I'm just on a treadmill. I'm not actually like, it feels like I'm not making progress, but I feel like I'm, whew, I feel it feeling tired but then we can also have this perspective of like a football team that's really moving the ball down the field that's going forward um and i believe when we have god dreams and we have this hope for the future we're we we it's just so much more joyful it's so much more like hopeful. It's like, I feel like I'm actually making progress here. I'm moving towards something. I'm not just like striving as a, you know, like a hamster on a hamster wheel. So God dreams, man, they, I think they're just healthy for us. Having hope for the future is just healthy for us. I think we're made for it. You know, hope is so important and God dreams are a part of that. But I also felt like I had a little heavy revy. Uh, that's um, a heavy revelation um, some of my friends, we like to use that language, a heavy revy, but I just wanted to say to someone who feels like you're on a treadmill right now or a hamster wheel, I just want to say, um, while you might not feel like you're making progress, you know what? You're still getting a workout. God's still using, uh, God's still at work in your life. So even if you don't feel like you got a God dream right now, you feel like you're just in a hard season and you just feel like you're like, you know, just doing everything you can to wake up and keep moving. You know what? You're God's at work in your life, my friend. Um, God's working and, and you're getting a workout and God's, God's, you know, using the suffering that you're experiencing, um, to grow you and to strengthen you. So, you know, even a hamster on a hamster wheel, while they're not like making progress down the field, they're getting a workout in (laughs) and somebody on a treadmill, they're getting a workout in. So I just want to encourage you, um, two things. Number one, sit with the Lord and get a God dream. Sit with the Lord and get get some hope for the future. He has it for you. And it's second of all, don't worry. You your God's at work, even in your suffering and in your in your trial, even in your pain. Don't go through it alone. You know, get get somebody that can help you shift your shift your perspective and and uh and kind of in a sense get off that hamster wheel. Um, but even if you're on the hamster wheel, you're still getting to work out and God's still at work in your life. You know, I, I just, I just couldn't help but think as we wrap up this episode that, you know, before God created the world, in a sense, you know, God was a God who, who, who dreamt, who dreamed of, of a future, you know, 
Um, and it's, it's a mystery, you know, in terms of God's will and God's sovereignty and, you know, his providence and all this stuff. But there's also a place of he desired to make humanity. He, he desired to create, um, that would, that, that we would experience his glory and, and we would be in relationship with this relational God. And so in a sense, God is a God who, who dreamed, you know, and then he, in his joy, he made the world and he made humanity to be in right relationship with them. And then when we mess things up because he gave us free will, come on, he 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 sent his son to be the redeemer and the restorer. And wow, you know, God is a God who dreams. And, and I believe he wants us to dream and to have hope for the future. And, you know, praise God for people who, who dreamed big. You know, I can't help but think of Martin Luther King Jr., right? Who had this God dream. I have a dream, right? That one day, you know, that my children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Come on, and yes, we have uh, work to do still in seeing his dream, you know, fully, um, lived out. Uh, but man, there has been deep progress that has been made and, uh, thank God that he had this massive God dream. Come on, let's have some massive God dreams and not just about outward accomplishments, but about who we can become and let's let them all be about God's glory. Cause that's, what's going to matter on the day. Come on, you know, and, and, so I just want to encourage you, what's your dream? What's your God dream? Is it is it too big for you to accomplish on your own? And are you going to have to work hard to see it come to pass? Come on. I just want to encourage you. Let's share with each other. What's what's your God dream? Would you reach out to me and share? share you know, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, all this stuff. Find me. You know, share with me your God dream. Uh, but share with somebody else your dream. If you know somebody else listens to this podcast with you, you listen to this episode, share, share what you're dreaming about or share like, Hey, I'm going to get some time with my journal and my pen and my God. And I'm going to, I'm going to dream about the future with God for his glory. Oh, and I want to say sometimes, um, God says, Hey, your dreams are too small. (laughs) Oh man, I got, moved by this verse isaiah 49 5 through 6 let's see if i can say it from memory i tried to memorize it um isaiah 49 5 through 6 this is isaiah and it's right after isaiah's like lord all my work you know it's it's for not you know nobody follows you and then god says i have a different perspective but he says this he says um isaiah says and now the lord speaks the one who formed me in my mother's womb to be his servant who commissioned me to bring Israel back to him. The Lord has honored me and my God has given me strength. He says, you will do more than restore the people of Israel to me. I will make you a light to the Gentiles and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. Hey, Isaiah, you thought you were just going to bring Israel back to him? Guess what? I'm going to bring your salvation to the Gentiles. I'm, I'm going to bring 
this, my salvation to the Gentiles. Do you, do your life. And I've been praying that over Pup. Come on, Lord. Even from his womb, commission Pup for your glory and for things bigger than he can imagine. Come on. But sometimes God says, you think you were just going to be about, you know, Israel being restored to you? Guess what? I'm going to use you to bless the whole world. <laughs> Come on. Sometimes God says your dreams are too small. Come on with me, my son or daughter. Let's dream big for the kingdom and for my glory. Let's go. And so I uh, just want to encourage you, wherever you're at, whenever you're listening to this podcast, I, I think the action step is, would you take at least a half an hour and would you sit down with a journal and say, God, speak to me for your glory. Speak to me for your glory and my good. Come on. God loves to work for his glory and for our good. God, what's a dream you have over my life? What's the task you have? Like Paul had that task, right? And um, hey, you can have multiple dreams. You don't have to have just one dream. (laughs) Um, This is an exciting time of year for me. I hope you're excited. I hope you're ready to dream big for God. And and, uh, not just about outward accomplishments, but about character for the glory of God. You know, one verse that came to me as I was just about to um, um, record this podcast was 2 Corinthians, I believe it's 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 15. For Christ's love compels us, for we're convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Friends, ultimately, if our dreams are just about our glory, you know what? That's a bummer. And that's um, that's not going to truly fulfill us. And that's not what we want to show God on the day, you know, when Jesus returns. Um, we're truly fulfilled when we live for Christ and when our dreams are about his glory. So I just want to encourage you to think about that and think about, God, how did you make me? What did you make me good at? And how do you want to use me um, for your glory? Um, I believe that having God dreams helps us to live for the day um, because God made us on purpose for a purpose. And when we're living on mission and on purpose, you know, for his glory, you know what? That helps us in so many ways. It One of the ways is it helps us say no to sin. It helps us say no to lesser pleasures for the greatest pleasure of bringing glory to the supreme treasure, who is God, who is Jesus Christ. It helps us stay focused on him and to live on mission, to live for what matters for the day. So let's go. Let's dream big with God for the glory. What's your vision for the future? (laughs) I love you, Grandpa. Thanks for always asking me that. And um, let's make sure that God's at the center of that vision and of that dream. I want to pray for you, um, as I love to do at the end of these podcasts, and then we'll talk about a nugget, and then we'll be done. So would you just receive um, a blessing as I pray this over you? Father God, I just thank you that you're a God who dreams, uh, and you're a God who loves to put dreams in us. You love to put hope for the future in us. 
you love to strengthen us and encourage us and to speak to us even when we feel like dreams have failed. You love to restore dreams, God. You're the great redeemer. And um, God, I just bless the person listening to this podcast. I bless you to dream with God, to dream with the Heavenly Father and to experience His love and experience the hope of God, just as we're called to experience the joy of, of Jesus' joy, you know, Himself. I, I bless you to experience the hope of Christ, like Christ's hope um, for the future. I bless you with dreams for the future that will strengthen you, even heal you. In Jesus' name, I bless you with great attentiveness to the Lord's voice, to hear his voice, to have faith, right? Faith is, you know, um, it's confidence. It's, it's, it's belief that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him, which leads to action. I bless you with faith to hear God's voice and to venture forth in community um, to fulfill, you know, the dreams that God gives you. I bless you with hope. I bless you with life. I bless you with joy. I bless you with knowing there's good in your future if you're in Christ. I bless you with, most of all, the goal, the desire, the dream to intimately know Christ and to intimately know him because that's eternal life, John 17, 3. I bless you to know that you're loved beyond what you could ever imagine, Galatians 2, 20 and 21. And uh, I bless you to live for the glory of God, to be so satisfied in God, which will glorify him so much. Lord Jesus, I just love you. Bless this person listening to this podcast and uh, help us dream big for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The nugget for today is just, you know, in heaven, I just, I'm just excited to think back with other people and from the saints of old, um, and look back at their lives. You know, I don't know what that's going to look like, but at least we'll be able to hear stories and say, hey, you know, that moment right there, that's when God put a dream in my life. And then look what he did. And just hear stories from the saints and from each other and just testify about the goodness of God and the greatness of God and and how he rescued us and saved us from just living from for ourselves but saved us to live for God and um and just be like can you imagine sitting with Moses and sitting with Mary and sitting with Elizabeth and sitting with Ruth and Deborah and you know Paul and Peter and all these people and just being like you know what that's when God put a dream in my heart and that's when God rescued me. That's when I was about to give up. But then you know what? God used this person in my life to, to lift me up and to keep dreaming and to keep going for the future, to keep living for God's glory. Whoo! Can you imagine? I'm just so excited to just tell stories together about God's glory uh, and for our good. So that's the nugget. Who's somebody that you're excited to just sit with and talk with in heaven and just relive moments of their life? It could be a saint. You know, it could be a character in the Bible. It could be just another person you've never met in in history, you know. And uh, just think about that. But don't forget the call to action. Take at least a half an hour. Sit with your journal. Just ask Dad. Have 
Heavenly Father. God, what's your dream over my life? What are some dreams you have for this year? Come on. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you have a great day. And I'll see you next time.